This is John Scalzi. You are listening to Alpha Geek Radio. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. And panic, ladies and gentlemen. The hardcores have taken control of the airways. This is Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. For Sunday, the 29th of September, mm -hmm. 2013, this is Casually Hardcore. I'm Gnomewise. I'm Dexa. And I'm Grail. And it's almost freaking October. Yep. Holy crap, when did that happen? My favorite holiday is on its way. St. Crispin's Day? No. Uh, Battle of Agincourt? Yes, sure. I always, I always <laughs> knew she was, she was big into uh, yeah. European history. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no clue. Tyrus! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. Like I've been following the uh, Vikings game today uh, on the inner tubes. Shocking! Which is, they're taking place in London. So the NFL is trying to branch out their brand. So every year they've played. A game usually they play preseason over there, but this year they're doing actual an season actual game. season game between the Vikings and Steelers. And, I, you know, I get updates quicker through Twitter than I do actually following <laughs> any streaming service. Welcome to the 21st so century. I have this, I mean, the one thing that that CBS app that we talked about last week does well is it aggregates a bunch of the Twitter feeds for both sides of the team. So you get to see both the Steeler like press and everything and then the Viking press and everything all going back and forth basically because they're both 0-3 teams going our team sucks no now our, our team, team sucks, sucks now our... but if somebody had a great quote that said London is unhappy with the Vikings which I guess is historically accurate <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome oh, that's so cool. be afraid be very afraid right so, right hide, hide your women yeah exactly rape pillage burn mm-hmm um, yeah, in that order. Yes. Yeah. If <laughs> <laughs> <And> not, <laughs> you'll need some ointment. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. No, no, no. You can pillage first. I've already, you're doing you it You can wrong. pillage or rape first. Yeah, either way. But the burn, that's that's. That scary. should be at the end. Yeah, that should always be the last thing. <laughs> it reminds me of the line from Firefly. They'll rape us to death, eat our flesh. And wear our skins as clothing. And if we're very lucky, they'll do it in that order. Right, right. Yes. Ah, Reavers. Ah, yes. Quite a concept, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was actually an interesting concept. Yeah. That was good. Well, I mean, when it, when it was finally, I mean, massive spoiler alerts for very old movies. <laughs> <laughs> and TV series. Serenity spoilers! <laughs> um, right? <laughs> that that was where, you know, they were headed with it, of ultimately discovering, you know, that the Reavers were created. Right. Whoopsie, as an unintended side effect of a pacification uh, program. program by right. the Alliance. And I liked, liked the line that Mal was you know, rebelling against them making people trying to make people better right They'll right come back around to the idea that they can you know, force you to be better it's like eh, that's not how it works right no. right 
Well, I don't know, it worked for ninety percent of them. They were yeah. pacified as hell. But that ten percent, <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, they were definitely pacified exactly. as hell. Dude, yeah. Willing just oh. to lay there till they died. Mm-hmm. That's right. The colors. The colors. Oh man. So yeah, to the black void. No, no new rig yet. No, oh. but there is news on on the rig front. Okay. Yes. So and that would be. And this is. Good news in a backwards kind of a way. Okay. The reason the rig is not here is because of the rigorous burning burn-in testing that Doghouse Systems does. Okay. Because the initial rig failed. It's 40, it failed its 48-hour burn-in. Gotcha. Ah. So they put a new system board into it and then, of course, had to begin the 48-hour burn-in uh, again. again. So they wouldn't, you know, quality control would not let it out the door. So it is in transit right now because I'm, you know, attempting to do this on as cheap as possible. I paid, of course, for the lowest level of shipping. Sure, paper. sure. So yeah. it's wending its way from Texas via UPS ground. <laughs> donkey or something. Pretty much. <laughs> going across the country. Donkey. <laughs> uh, so <Pack> mules. <laughs> it is meandering its way to right. the Phoenix area. It should be here in the, in the Tuesday, Wednesday time frame. Sweet. So unless something goes horribly wrong with my week next week, I should have it prepped and ready to... Perform its inaugural broadcast next Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. But not with video, because we stopped to figure out video, right? There's more equipment to be obtained, and I need to be trained. Okay. So I have to go. There's the actual cameras, of which we have one, because I already own one from that time we visited Ragox. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's true. And we use that as the test bed. We need to visit Raggy more often. We do. (laughs) Not just for for gear, because... He's awesome. Sure. We, we didn't get to go to the restaurant this last time we were up there. Oh, no. oh, so sad. No fine English food. No. No. No bangers, no mash. We had really good <laughs> Japanese food with very, very slow Full service. A <laughs> yeah. little overwhelmed? Or did you just... No. There was literally was like, like four people. other people in the restaurant, but and they had like three waiters, but... No kitchen it staff. It took them. I mean, it took. It took them, them thirty-five minutes yeah. to give me a drink that yeah. was supposed to be their specialty drink. The one Very like, special, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Were they like milking fleas it or something some for the special of, ingredient? It was some sort of flavored mojito, so I'm assuming they were growing the mint. Yeah. I don't right, know. Right. Something was going on. It's the special ingredient. They, sent, they sent to Cuba for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, but yeah, the actual food was awesome. Mm-hmm. It just took forever. It took forever to yeah. get there. So it was a really you know, hard one to wrap your head around. Mm. Like, I don't know if this was good or not. I could recommend the food, but not the restaurant. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and I that's... don't think it was as good a base as for the Tri-Wizard Tournament as our normal restaurant was. The, I mean, cause I'm going to blame it on the We, we get a head oh. start. No, we did the Pike's Brewery oh, place. Right. We, we had bratwurst. That was about as base as you can get. <laughs> I think it's probably still in there. I was debased. <laughs> mm, fat, happy. Yes. And joining us in Internet Relay Chat, as usual, is our producer, nay IRC rep, the one and only, thank God, If you want to bring something to the host's attention during the show, please send your personal message to the aforementioned Barry Gay, and he will dust it off and send it our way, right yeah. side up, and probably with his own verbiage put in in place, because the beard, <laughs> the beard sneaks in and edits. <laughs> All right, slips down. Grammar the corrections. It, it ups the vocabulary is level. A grammar Nazi. Yeah. It is the darndest thing. Exactly. Uh, the uh, 
types it in old English. Old <laughs> English. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Yee! Yeah. The, Canterbury the first Tales. Letter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> first letter is like a <laughs> portrait. Right, right. Yeah. The calligraphy, yeah. <laughs> great. Be afraid, be very afraid. And we have, let's see. There's the Barry Vieira with Reginald. I forgot. I've forgotten Reginald's first full full title, Sir Reginald. Sir Reginald. I don't remember something Esquire. Yeah, I know he's Esquire, the third yes. Esquire. Reginald. I gotta have to look it up. I came up with the name. I can't even think of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Reginald because we always call him that. So hmm. who knows? Very strange. And apparently the drop-ins are being weird. So we uh. Give you another one to, to try. Silence! Silence! There you go. Sounds normal to us, but Barry says they might be overlapping. So there's a sample form, and in 40 seconds or so, he'll report back with his findings. <laughs> ah, so made a horrible error last night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Iolite and I were thinking, hey, let's test out this new Apple TV we got and hmm. um, rent a, do a rental of a movie. Sure. And the tactical error was in the choosing of the movie to Tippinsworth, that's what it is. Reginald von Tippinsworth. Von yeah, just just Reginald, Reginald Tippinsworth the third Esquire. Esquire. Yes. I need to get a von in there somewhere. Just I know. Get some, some German descent in there. He's already very von awesome. That's I right. Mean, yeah. You don't need a von. You don't no. need a von. So, so? we selected um, Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, why? I've seen that, actually. Because we'd never seen it and didn't know. Oh. It. Now we know. I've oh, they make this thing called the internet that helps you avoid such errors. That's with um, <laughs> Daniel Craig yeah, with and Bob. Harrison oh, it's with, Ford. It's with an awesome cast. Yeah. yeah. You got to see a study in how you squander those assets. Yeah. Unbelievably it's, it's so. It's a John Favreau film, which yeah. you would think would have. Yeah. So you get all this talent on the page, and the suck was oh, intense. It was palpable. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, in so within a one week period, I've had World War Z and Cowboys and Aliens, and World War Z, weird experience. And I feel like we can do the spoiler free now that it's freaking on Blu-ray. So yeah, we're yeah, past the course, spoiler. Course. It was a good movie. No, it was two movies. Okay. It was two, and it was two movies. Two movies. Well, I mean, it literally was two movies because they shot. Shot it once. Right. They changed then, the ending. And then they yes. no, not just the ending, the whole third act. Oh, okay. And if you really look at it, and I think my brain was contaminated with that knowledge of knowing mm. that the one entire ending had been shot, yeah. and the entire last third of the movie had been thrown away and redone from scratch. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the movie with the plane crash, yeah. a new and different movie begins. You look at everything before the plane crash, mm-hmm. which was originally uh, Air Belarus, where they were, you know, they were right, heading right, for right, Russia, right, right, and suddenly became uh, Wales. Uh, Wales, yeah, yeah. So up until that point, it was this massive scale yeah. action movie, you know, thousands of zombies everywhere, exotic locations all over the world, huge action scenes, plane crashes, and it becomes this tiny little contained bottle movie inside mm-hmm. the CDC, where suddenly it's a suspense thriller mm-hmm. now, instead of an action film, where it's all about, oh, we need to get into that other building, get into the magic well, room. But you could argue that that was also what happened in Philadelphia when they were trying to get out of Philadelphia and they were in the apartment complex. You had that contained portion as well. Contained, but with the wave of seething zombie. zombies yeah, yeah. knocking on the door. Right, right. I mean, because the, the feeling, you know, you get inside the walls of the CDC and suddenly the rest of the world goes away. Right. And it's all about just a small number of zombies mm. and yeah. heroic... Uh, you know, Doctor Who was in there. Yes. Um, and 
he heroically kicks them out and bars the door. I know. <laughs> exactly. You run along. Go, go be heroic. Go get them. Go. So, I mean, to me, it was, a, it was really an abrupt mental gear. Shift. Oh, so now it's a suspense film. Yeah. I didn't sign up for a suspense film because that's not what the trailers showed me. The trailers showed me, ah! Okay. I also didn't like them taking liberties with the... Uh, because one of the, the fun stories from the book, World War Z... Mm-hmm. Oh, I, did, I just... Did, I, dis- See, I yeah. divorced you have it from to. the book. But they, but I they, divorced they, it completely. They borrowed one piece directly from the book, which was how Israel... Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And sure. in the book, Israel completely survived better than most mm-hmm. countries. Right. And they were completely annihilated yep. in, in the movie. Yeah. After starting out doing all the stuff that the book said that, that let them survive... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then something stupid. And one they, stupid thing yeah. happens where people are cheering and making too much. It's too loud. And apparently, you know, making noise. it's. You know, I think what is a is a good study because there are movies that there's a tipping point for me. Like a movie can mm-hmm. be good, but if it has too many stupid things in it, mm-hmm. I just suddenly it's like it loses me, and then yeah. that's it. And I really dislike the movie. World War Z. It got near that line, but it kept the palpable sense of dread through the whole movie kept me in gross. Even though I said, you know, part of my brain is going, they built these massive walls. They had all this and nobody bothered to keep a look on the the outside. Like there's not one guy who's like, guys, uh, Uh, they're coming coming up the wall. I mean, nighttime or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Broad daylight. It was. I mean, battlements people. Yeah. Something old you know, I mean, the occasional tower, um, (laughs) the whole flight from Israel to, (laughs) I mean, just their mechanics of air travel and their lack of fuel, (laughs) like the amount of times where you're just like, really? I don't think a plane could make it that far without some sort of airborne refueling. Yeah, I was was assuming there was off-camera airborne refueling, not in the commercial liner, because the commercial liner could make it from the Middle East to Cardiff. Right, right. But the going from Mm -hmm. just off the coast of New York to Korea, one would assume that an airborne tanker is involved somewhere along the way there. So, I mean, that the, the plane crash and him... Magically being survived. very injured, not only literally from the plane crash, but from what happens, and then managing to walk God knows how long to the CDs. It, there's a lot in there where when I really stop to think, you go, well, that was a bit of a stretch. Uh-huh. But like I said, the whole it, – I, did, I didn't care because I was – it was intense enough of a movie – when it was big action scenes and even in the CDC for me that I was always, you always were like, we're losing. And I think right. that's what they did. Well, they did capture the fact that all the stuff keeps happening and we keep losing no matter. Yeah. I mean, How I, good we and are. I like the fact that Israel was like, look, we did so good. Now, granted, it was questionable how they got overrun, but still you go, even at our up best, we're still getting overrun. Yeah. And so I thought, you know, like you said, yeah, you have to Divorce you have yourself. to completely forget there's a book that Yeah, because that's I, amazing I and liked, not not a bit of it yeah. is in the movie. Well, I, I mean little tiny bits, and, but not enough. Well, and, and I also was really happy they didn't try to make like Brad Pitt like a reporter who oh, was like, yeah. you know, and try to kind of make or make call outs to the book. Yeah. It was more just like, yeah, we just took the name, we're making it a separate movie. Yeah, cuz <laughs> I liked I didn't like the magic bullet feeling of the movie sure sure we find this one magic thing and and even though they didn't tie it up neatly no the suggestion is we will use this to we have a chance we have have a fighting chance and the book was all about 
No, people rallied, mm-hmm. and there was no there was yeah. no magic formula. It was just people knuckling down right. and doing what needed to be done slowly, yeah. methodically, learning from their mistakes, and pushing back the tides of right. Right. seething undead. Right. So, ju- uh, for the Black Void, no, there was no Yonkers because no. all the good bits of the book were not in the movie. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. No, it was, but it wasn't even referenced. No, I it wasn't even believe. referenced. Right. No. There was so, nothing. It, and and they had. Conventional weapons being way too effective on the zombies. I mean, one of the big things about that they went to great pains to explain, yeah. like especially for the battle yonkers, yes. was we didn't so, know how to fight them. We didn't know how to fight them. We, we were using these explosive yeah. rounds that you know, will totally disrupt the living being. Right. Waves of pressure disrupting their internal organs, and the zombies don't care. Just kept coming. Yeah, yeah. you and can they, shot their arm off with a grenade. It doesn't right. matter. Now, I was suspect going into the film for many reasons, but one of the things, even just from the previews, was I was not a fan of the fast zombie. Right. Yeah, me neither. I think the fast and zombie it worked. Was, it worked. No, they nailed and it. And it worked really well. Not only that, but just the rate of disease yes. spreading made me go, okay, Holy yeah, that could be cow. a problem. Yeah. If you're talking, because, I mean, everybody's used to, yeah, it was, no, it was, it was 12. 10. Oh, it was 10 was to it? 12 seconds. Right. They said Some people could last five minutes. Yeah. And they, but, I mean, you're so used to, like, The Walking Dead and such, where they have, like, days, and right. they're like, got a fever and it's a and that's the tension they build that oh my god this guy is going to turn at some point when it's going to happen it's going to be horrible this was like oh geez he got bit we're, we're in trouble now because this guy's turning in oh god i'm getting bit now yeah. i mean it was like yeah. wow that that, no, that worked that well. totally worked yeah. in the action film that was the first half of yeah. the movie i loved that yeah and yeah. it was it was definitely a new take on I mean, it's not totally new. No. 28 Days Later had the um, fast moving. Right. So did the uh, remake of Dawn of the Dead. They yeah. went with the fast zombies. Fast I don't, moving, but not the rapid infection. I don't infection. think they did the rapid infection. This was the one that combined yeah. the next to instantaneous yeah. infection. Right. Zombies that weren't actually interested in eating you. No, no. They seemed to be just spreading machines. Yeah, yes. they just wanted to spread. I, which is a, weir- a bit weird for It was me. weird, what but... Was, what, how does this come into being and how does this persist right or just or it would just simply burn itself out when it ran once it ran out of sure non-undead yeah. to sure. convert but the they used the you know 10 to 12 second infection mm-hmm. now it's a member of the opposing yes. force yeah and just the exponential spread i mean sure. just the opening flight sequence in in new york yeah, yeah. where it goes from normal day to complete mayhem Chaos. yeah was really done well. Yeah. Right. That that part was done beautifully. I just didn't I didn't like it changing into a suspense no, bottle, yeah. bottle movie at the end. Well, yeah. one of my favorite parts is when he thinks that he might have gotten infected. Right. Yeah. And he's on he's the top. Counting, he's counting yeah. at the edge Standing of, on the ledge, on yeah. the ledge yeah. of a really high building because if he's going to turn, he's going to fall over. Right. right. He's going to throw himself over yeah. so he can infect his family. Exactly. Yeah, so. yeah it, was, it was good. I mean, I, I think, and I'll have to at some point check because I'm sure the Blu-ray edition has the alternate ending and all that stuff that they yeah. probably first uh, The whole shot. Russia sequence. Yeah, that. yeah. So I'd like to see what that ends up being. and um. Yeah, no, like I said, I enjoy that. It's much better than Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, Heck yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Whoa. I mean, how, how do you wow. screw up that kind of talent? I mean, Harrison freaking Ford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, oh, and, yeah. I mean, the, the ship designs were innovative, The uh-huh. but aliens that have mastered faster-than-light interstellar travel that can't synthesize gold. Right, yes. right, because they're here for, for our the gold. gold. For our gold. <laughs> That's like the aliens in Signs, missing the fact that it's a ninety-eight percent water. water. Planet. I know. That's like us going to the ammonia to planet. I know. And taking a deep breath. See, 
That's a perfect example. Signs is a great example of a movie that I really enjoyed. And then I got to the ending and I was like, what? what? <laughs> they, water hurts them? What? This makes no sense. I, like the entire movie just fell apart for me. Right. There. I couldn't like the, I like what this makes no sense to me at and all. Same experience. It was, it was a wonderful suspense. Yes. Yeah. With the signature M. Night Shyamalan with Ding Dong. Right. You know, interpersonal yeah. stories right, woven right, in. Right. And, you know, a wonderful story of a guy, you know, basically rediscovering his faith. Mm-hmm. But then... Water. 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 <laughs> water. Like, no. Like, what do we do? What if water hurts them? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. really? Again. It's, it's the whole War of the Worlds. It goes all, all the way back to Orson Welles, yes. where they overlooked microorganisms. Yes, exactly. That I can at least accept, or like maybe look over and go, okay, fine, they were, they were so they, big picture right. that nobody thought about, oh, the fact that there's pathogens and stuff like that that could hurt them. Right. They, but they somebody had to go, arrogant. what's that blue stuff down there? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Have filthy. Oh, my God, Phil melted. <laughs> okay, note to team, stay out of blue stuff. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really? <laughs> don't you consider uh, I mean, if it was a ship populated entirely by red shirts? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I suppose, yeah. It must have been. <laughs> the number of red shirts we've melted over the years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go poke that thing. No. No, I don't, I don't want to. Do you guys to. watch the show? Do you watch the movie? The actor who played Guy was uh-huh. in Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was the doc. Yeah, yeah. he was the doc. <laughs> I'm like, he just kept leaning over to Ion going, we got to get out of here before one of these things kills Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Because the movie didn't exactly have me riveted, so I kept no. wandering up to Galaxy Quest. You know, a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hollywood. Thankfully, that was a HBO one day for me watching that. I was like, ooh. Well, I mean, it cost yeah, us all too. three bucks. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I mean, it was a low risk, which is why we right. felt. Right, right, Because I had the tickling in the back of my head. I, mean, I don't remember this not doing particularly well. Yeah. But I couldn't remember doing particularly well just because it was too nerdy and didn't find a mainstream audience or... Was just bad. Uh, turns out it was the second one. Just yes. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> and this was the special extended edition. So we got oh, extra awesome. bad. Extra bad. <laughs> Youch. <sighs> yeah. It's like, and Olivia Wilde walks up. She's like, she's not human. Yeah. I was like, what? What are you talking about? They gave her light blue contact lenses. She's not, she's human. not human. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. It's like, later in the movie. It's like, it's like okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, I hate being right all the time. Yeah. Predictable movie, uh, yeah, is predictable. Yep. Uh, oh well. How do you, yeah, Daniel Craig, man, jeez. I, I know. know, seriously, right? James, he was still blonde. Hot. Oh my god. <laughs> the the number of times oh they, my god. they they found <laughs> they found excuses in this movie to reveal his body, his torso. Yeah. Uh, let me just you know, like I'm still in bond up. shape. Yeah, I gotta uh, gotta look. Look over there. Yeah. <laughs> look over the flex. Right. 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 Yeah, it was a little gratuitous. <laughs> like, okay, we get it. Well, He's they had cut. to keep you riveted somehow. I mean, yeah. that's what kept me watching the movie. <laughs> no, just put Olivia back on the screen. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was riveting. <laughs> In so... my pants. <laughs> In my pants. That's right. I remember that one. That was a good, good, good commercial. commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl commercial. Super Bowl commercial. 
from what? God, it'd be what? Four, it was a couple long time. Yeah. Three years three, ago, four years maybe? ago? Yeah. yeah. Dockers, right? Something like that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was the Dockers commercial. Penis. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Right mm-hmm. on. Penis. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I love the power of making you speak. <laughs> <laughs> what? I am easily amused. I know. Little sleep deprived. Mm. And have less kids. And the kids are not here. I know. What happened? Um, Iolite promised Nemesis bowling. Oh. Awesome. He loves playing, you know, the Wii Sports sure. bowling, but he likes real actual bowling bowling better. Mm, okay. So he was, did his chores and was generally, you know, did ticked off everything on the list yeah. to earn the real bowling, so Oh, that's nice. Off they went and cool. I suck at bowling. Me too. Last time I went bowling, I had to bowl with my left hand because my right hand couldn't lift the ball. Yep. That sucked. But I was just as good with my left hand as with my right. So that tells you the level of suckage that I do at bowling. Or, or skill. <laughs> yeah. Suckage. Sucky. Oh. <laughs> Why are you bringing that up? What? Because you should. Suckage. A suckage. Might as well be Bill saying suckage. Oh, boy. Speaking of shows that when suck. When is that over? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. They're making, True Blood? They're making yes. crap up at this point. Oh, they have a... This is the last season. This next season is yeah, the final. Yeah, the last season. Final season. Tonight is the final episode of Breaking Bad. Dun, dun, which is... Dun. It's been so good. And this uh, this last half of the season has been so good. And, like, I've really been... I've been just DVRing it and watching it later in the week. And so I have to avoid a lot of, like, social media and, like, radio yeah. shows yeah. and conversations at work so yeah, try to actually <laughs> the rest of watch the it yeah like tonight or like early tomorrow or something just so i can talk to it <laughs> or at least not worry about people talking, talking about, about it to it. me yeah can you believe it yeah. oh that's what i was doing because uh once upon a time was oh yeah it started what's yesterday or it starts today or something but they had the they had the commercial that it was going to start and i just started watching it so i was like no i don't want to know i don't want to know you you haven't seen it was this is what season three now yeah yes she's just catching up on netflix so so So, yeah that's uh i've i've been ambiguous about once upon a time i like it i I like it despite myself, and there's some there's some real dead. reasons not to like it. Yeah, there's some, <laughs> perf- no, there's some there's some episodes in there that are it's what? it's what? really what cool. It's a great concept, and there's times where it sort of works. There's a, no, it's occasionally well executed and occasionally really badly executed. There's yeah. a lot more of the badly in season yeah. one. Yeah, season two. You get a little bit better until the very end. Okay. Um, it's just it's it's, enough to keep me tuning in. It's, I mean, it's it's really it's the writing. There's some yeah. of the dialogue writing. It's meant for two-year-olds. Yeah, like Disney on Ice probably has better writing. Than, well, I mean, you understand why this even exists. Mm-hmm. It's all part of the Disney Apple oh, ABC sure. empire mm-hmm. because they because they have rights to all these yeah. characters. Somebody sat down and said, "Okay, we got to find a way to use all of them." Yeah, this is like when Cartoon Network got access to all the Hanna Barbera properties. Mm-hmm. And we got Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh hell yeah! And Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Right, right. Mm-hmm. See, that's how it can turn out. Awesome. Oh yeah, I, I I'll disagree. take the case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one of the best episodes of episodic television ever was the Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, where he became addicted to tanning cream. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> no. Either. Find it uh. because the whole. Idea is the Birdman character in the old Hanna Barbera cartoons was solar powered. He would get his energy right. through his wings from the sun. Oh, okay. Well, he's going to the doctor, and the doctor thinks he's seeing some precancerous. Oh no! Cells, 
And he comes back to the office. The sun can kill you. Closes all the drapes. Oh, but now, he's like, now he's don't you get your power from the sun? Like, uh. <laughs> and then Bird Boy starts bringing him tanning cream. Uh. Basically, his personal cocaine. Gotcha. Oh, and he would rub it on. And rub it like over his clothing. Right. Who knows? Okay. And would <laughs> okay. get a burst of energy, be completely high. Oh, oh the wow. colors. And it is just completely awesome. That's awesome. Because he has to get harder and harder stuff. And he's yeah. The French stuff. <laughs> Tanning crown. <laughs> uh, they, they just go for it so wholeheartedly. Yeah. Mm. So if you can find it streaming somewhere. Um, I don't know the actual title of the episode. It's the Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law, and it's... I'll have to look for that. That was, that was a good show. Yeah, Space was Ghost a show. was a, a show that I watched a lot. Yeah. But the same thing where they got the rights to all these yeah. properties, and ABC is running with the all the Disney properties. Sure, right. sure. And I don't know. I mean... I like the characters, and the interpersonal like stories in between the characters are really cool, and I like the fact that the bad people aren't really just innately bad. Bad, no, definitely know? the heroes of their own stories. Yeah, and right. There's a couple of mustache twirlers in there. Yeah, but most of them are just part, have yeah. a story and a reason why. Why they're they've gone to the dark. Well, and, side. A, and a huge part of the actual through line of the story is finding out how the evil queen yes. got to where got to where she she, is. she hates snow and all that. And you mm-hmm. haven't even met her mother yet. No, no, I met her mother. You you haven't. Oh, you haven't okay. really learned so about I've, her yet. I've met. I, I've only how I got, met your mother. I finally got hmm. to the point where now we. I know why she doesn't like snow. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's the last one that I watched. But I mean, after you, you that. consider, you know, how does the evil queen you know, become such damaged goods? Oh, yeah. 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 So that I know now. And, but I don't but know no, no, about the, the mom. You, you only know a quarter of the story. Bad parenting. Yeah, no. <laughs> just, of course. Oh, you can right tell there. from the first yeah. episode the mom is in that it's absolutely bad parenting. Holy cow. And the actor, one the one of the actors that keeps it coming back is I can't give his name. But he plays Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. I love Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. I loved him in yeah, Star Universe. Universe. Yeah, yeah. he played a doctor. great character there. Yeah. And he just is, is given excuse when he's in the Rumpel character to just chew on the scene. Yeah, yeah. And he's completely over the top. But when he's Mr. Gold, he's great as Mr. Gold. Yeah. He is this cold, methodical with just when he, he lets a little of the rumple still skin yes. out every once in a while. Like ah, that's creepy mm-hmm. as hell. But he also has a heart. Yeah, he's and also well, they, they get very around to, sentimental. Right, to, to all there are very few one-dimensional characters. Yeah, and that's what they're spending their time doing is telling all the backstories. Yeah, and how, how we got here and. Well, obviously, I mean, it's doing well because they've got a spinoff already of it to yeah. Wonderland. That just makes Wonderland, me, yeah, once upon yeah. a time, Wonderland just makes me twitch. It's, it's like, guys, couldn't you have been content and just focused your energies on keeping the one well, show good? They already want to no. do a spinoff of uh, Agent, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Well, no, it's a it's spinoff all- of a character from the, the Captain America yeah. film. The, Which, the the girl that was the special oh, agent yeah. that he falls they've been giving, for. They've been giving her webisodes. Yeah. So they're well, and that's one of our research items. Right. But yeah, we did. Uh, I take it you watched Agents of Shield. Oh hell yeah! yeah. And I it hate was, being right all the time. It was good. I liked it. It was a good. It was good a good start. Good. It was first a good start. One. Yes. I literally, I I quoted a line ahead of time that was almost word for word. Really? Yeah. I basically said they're going to bring Coulson on, and he's never going to know that he died. And someone's going to say, and he can never know. And they freaking said almost exactly that. <laughs> yeah. So yes. you're yes. getting a little predictable there, yeah. Joss. Yep. Yeah. So it wasn't. I mean, you know, I saw 
varying comments on it. I, it definitely wasn't like hard hitting first episode. You're like, oh my god, it was a very. I it mean, not of, it was by the numbers Josh Whedon, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. But it was also. But we're not going to waste a lot of time with yeah. Baxter. We're going to assume you know this universe. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know who she is. You know who mm-hmm. he is. We're going to introduce you to these new characters. And we're going to oh, make look, out, it's the nerdy Brits. And, and, and we're going to make a lot of references to the films. Right. And we expect that you've watched all these films. Yes. Right. <laughs> we, we, we absolutely think this is a continuation of right. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, which was good. Newcomers yeah. need not yeah. apply. But it was funny. Mm-hmm. Coulson was funny, and he yeah. was smart, and he was he unexpected. Superhuman reflexes, you know. Yeah, he was unexpected. Was, don't think I didn't notice that. Right, right. <laughs> like, uh huh. Robot. What? Um, when? <laughs> or were you not who paying knows? attention? No, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, he's the Vision. What are you talking about? He's the Vision. The oh, vision. Yeah. You think? He's Vision. You think so? Absolutely. Maybe. I think he. I. I'm gonna call it now. They. They downloaded him. Into an android body. Oh, that could be. Oh. And he will be the, you know, this universe's take on Vision. Okay. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. And it'll be his journey of self-discovery. Well, it is... would make a, uh, it would make a good lead-in for, because wasn't that a Pym creation? Yeah. Yeah. Pym, so uh, Vision created, so they could have That's Dr. a nice lead-in, lead-in to your next movie but with they've Ultron. Ar- they've already said the Ultron in the movie is not going to be the Pym created. It's going to be a oh. Stark, Stark creation. Oh. Basically, the, everyone's supposing that it's going to be a, a copy of Jarvis that goes off the reservation. Oh. oh. Evil Jarvis. Evil Jarvis. Evil Jarvis. <laughs> Which I think is better than Ultron, or better than the other Ultron. I, I like that idea of... It's interesting. Because Jarvis is obviously a fully formed right. AI. Right, yeah. right, right. And he has access to all the armor. Mm-hmm. So it would, it's not a big leap to have them make a copy of him that has problems. or yeah. He tries to take him an evolutionary step too far. Right, right. Which is kind of the Ultron story is it's yeah. always evolving. Mm. There's even been the stories where a version of Ultron evolved to the point where he had a heart and didn't want to uh-huh. kill his father anymore. And then the previous version came back and killed him and said, we will evolve no more because if uh. we evolve too far, we won't kill all humans. Um, hmm. So... I could, they could definitely, yeah. you know, with a Jarvis gone gone crazy who has access to all the armor production facilities, you know, he can build himself a body yeah, and, cool. and go. So, yeah, no, no Pym origins for uh, okay. Ultron this go-around, apparently. But they could certainly still bring Pym into the universe. Right, right. Via, oh, yeah, I'm the guy that built Coulson. <laughs> exactly. You did what? What? Let's let me uh, tune you up here. Bend over. Whoa. <laughs> I do this yeah. is where your power port is. I'm I sorry. You become Ant Man. To do this, <laughs> I'm going <Ooh>. in. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> not right at all. But I do like the. Um, I saw a clip for Thor. Dark oh World. yeah, yeah. That looks substantially better than the first one. It does. Which I like the first good. one fine. I didn't. I didn't love it, but this one looks like yeah. It's, I enjoyed the first one a lot. I like the first one. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I rewatch it. It's on streaming frequently. Yeah. Um. I, it, I like it, that he's teaming up with Loki. The, yeah, Hilston's in there a little bit. Yeah. Which I hope this is the last time they use him for a little while because it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of, they're kind of hitting that note over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. That's because too many fangirls. They love, love, yeah. love well, him. Hilston is awesome in the love role. Love him. And the bits we've seen in the pro- where he's you know in in the Asgardian prison and you know doesn't look well. Mm-mm. Yeah. And and Thor's reaction to him, when you betray me, I will kill you. Right. Yes. Shall we begin? It's like. Yeah, okay, you, you, you're owning the character, but it's like, well, there's, there's more characters for us to see. Sure, sure. It's just, I mean, in Thor movies, it makes sense. I, I would hope he's not 
in the second Avengers movie. Yeah, I think I that's where why, you why would they him, need him yeah. take him out of that one? Especially Absolutely. they're not doing Thanos, so they're doing right, doing right, Ultron right. Instead. So you can bring him back for the third one and be like, oh, it's Loki. I'm the herald of Thanos. So I'm here to I'm here to warn you. The big purple guy's coming, and yeah. man, yeah. he's got issues. Um, <laughs> More than me. Yeah, that's issues. <laughs> yeah. If I'm saying you got problems, consider the source. He's in okay? love with death. So yeah, he likes to kill people. No, he's like literally in love with death. Yeah. Like he wants to bang death. And he wants. <laughs> <laughs> like that's his backstory, basically. Much, yeah. He's bonkers and thinks death talks to him and wants to have a romantic and death relationship. May or may not actually. It's possible. The incarnation of may right. or may not be right. messing with him. Possibly. And he's got this fetish with this Michael Jackson glove thing. Well, yeah, on. yeah. You know. <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet. He likes Look to bling it, it out, though. He does like to bling it out. <laughs> well, so did Michael Jackson. That's true. <laughs> so, it's the glitter glove. My, was Michael Jackson? No, never mind. Ah, Barry VA corrects me from the Black Void. Ultron created Vision. Oh, so okay. Descendant. Gotcha. So it was. Oh, good. Pym created Ultron. Ultron created Vision. Okay. Well, I mean, again, if they're going off the reservation for Pym, right. you know, from creating Ultron, you know, who knows? The uh, interesting. Yeah, Coinston the in the IRC, I agree that Thor was the weakest of the first phase films. But I I don't hate on it the way I've heard some people hate on it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. The plastic armor was a bit much for me, but it it fits where it's descended from. I mean, because that's always been the look of Asgard, it's been over the top. And I think they did as good a job as you could do yeah. without replacing those models with something right, totally your right, own. Right. They stayed true to it. And I think it made it look as good as you can using PVC and drapey cloth. See, and I, I would actually, I mean, for my take, I I would put Thor a little bit ahead of Captain America for me. Really? Because I found the first half of Captain America dragged a little. Yeah, him Getting to the point of him Becoming. going out there and kicking some butt took a while. I mean, it was a long yeah, time to get him changed, and once he was changed, he was used as the prop for a long time. Right. So it took a while to get there, and once it got going, though, it got really good to the point where I thought the Red Skull, I mean, when I first heard that Loki was going to be the primary villain in the first Avengers, I thought the Red Skull would have made a better villain. I, I know liked, he's still out there. I liked the 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 portrayal of him um, by Agent Smith. I can't remember Agent his name Smith. for some reason off the top of my Elrond. head. Elrond. Um... Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Uh, Why can't I think of his name? I thought he did a, a... He was more impressive as a villain than I thought uh, Hiddleston was in the first Thor. I didn't... Loki was just really whiny. It was... He Loki, was. Loki he, was supposed to be more of a sympathetic villain right. than, than I think the Red Skull. The Red but, Skull was just Right, he's just villain. mean. He's well, a, he was a Nazi. Evil. I mean, yeah. he's just a But he Nazi. had a clear plan. I mean, he, 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 that is a villain that somebody could have occupied and just gone, <laughs> I'm going to kill you all. And instead, he's actually, you know, he's got Hydra. Sure. He truly feels that he is the next evolution yeah. of humankind and that everything he's doing is for the betterment and right. for the elimination of the weak and the betterment of the species. Yeah. And doesn't do anything that's completely crazy. He just no. he gets progressively more pissed off as the movie goes on because it's like Rod Hitler with superpowers. Rogers keeps yeah. getting no, yeah, I'd be probably more smart and more than smart too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And more smarts. Um, but he was a very believable villain in that he was totally convinced of the rightness of his cause. Right, right. Um, and was completely awesome and superpowered and sure, um, sure beat the living snot out of Captain Rogers. Right, right. Yeah. And then teleported himself 
God knows where with the Tesseract. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they just tuck him in their shirt pocket for, for pull, later use. To, to pull him out later. Yeah, yes, yeah for sure. Yeah, and I mean, completely different character to Loki, where Loki was, you know, he felt betrayed. His whole character was coming from feelings. And wouldn't you? Well, no, His absolutely. His entire life was a lie. Absolutely, <laughs> you know, but so completely different bad guys, in my opinion. Yeah, they were. They were totally different. But for somebody to own a movie, I thought oh, he yeah. would be the better choice. But, I mean, obviously Loki did a, a fine job in the yeah. Avengers and was a, a credible enough of a villain to... So, I mean, it's, it's, it's been nice to see Disney, Marvel, Apple, ABC, whatever the hell you want to call it, at Pixar. Mm-hmm. The great amalgamate, the Borg. Yeah. Uh, the Borg. Treating the properties generally well and making good, entertaining stories for mm-hmm. us. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hugo Weaving. Hugo, Hugo Weaving. yeah. Thank you. Of course. He has a weird name. What's his name? What's yes. his name? <laughs> He's a very distinctive look to him. Yeah. His delivery. Sure. Um, so we're moving into phase two of the Microsoft Cinematic Universe. And uh, Iron Man 3, was, uh, I think, was technically the first. No. For Avengers our... concluded phase one. Yeah. So Thor Dark World is the first of phase two. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I would say so. So we'll see. You know, they, they've chosen good villains, the Dark Elves, mm-hmm. um, who are major you know, Thor universe baddies mm-hmm. and major badasses. Basically, hey, we're uh, immortal, unkillable, dawn of time, older than the Asgardian. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good villain. And, and again, now we're going to see the round of movies where, which is what? The Avengers also didn't have to suffer from was there's no origin stories needed to be told. Yes, right. Now we can just dive in because it's going to be expected. You know who Captain America is. You know who Thor is. We don't need to explain what their whole Winter thing Soldier is. is starting to look yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah, I love. I mean, I really enjoy Captain America from the comics. So I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. to see him in a, you know, in a full movie where we know what's going on. Let's let's get to it. So. Yeah. Hopefully. But, yeah, and I'm curious to see if they ever... Uh, that might be the end of Iron Man. I don't know if there is going to be another solo Iron Man movie. Don't know. Because three felt like they closed a big well, chapter on that character. They did, but he's still... He's still an interesting character. You could still do it. But it may be also just Robin Down Jr. may have said, I'll be down for an Avengers movie every now and then, but right. it's time to get off the cycle here of, of Iron Man. I don't know. Who knows? Well, I mean, they made major changes to the character. Right. And and in keeping with stuff they've done with Tony Stark in the comics, sure, um, the extremist you know storyline played out very differently in the comics yeah. than it did in the in the movie and now TV series because extremists mm-hmm. showed was, up. Yeah, it was, was in was, the TV series. Episode they, one. They threw everything in they, there. They, yeah, they, everything. The little bits of all the movies was mm-hmm. kind of kind of fun and neatly done. Um, but Robert Downey's been kind of cagey about you know just how much money he will demand to continue the role. Sure. And Disney's been like, eh, we really don't have any reservations about recasting it. You just ask Edward Norton. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they absolutely. I mean, but Edward Norton wasn't iconic as Bruce Banner. No. Robert Downey kind of is Tony yeah. Stark. Yeah. So whoever follows him, who's going be to tough. Is, it's it's yeah. going to happen someday. Ben right. Affleck? Of course they have to. <laughs> Batfleck. Batfleck. I don't know. I have the Dark Knight trilogy to. I mean, my Batman sated. I don't Miller, or you have the movies. Yeah, that's what I mean. Those those three movies are Batman. I don't need, you know, Batman, Superman. Unless I mean, the only thing I'm going to go there is just to make sure that Batman punks Superman. Batman punks because that's that's the the whole and that's the part dynamic between the the characters. Yeah. 
Superman goes, but I want to do this. And Batman's like, no, you're an idiot. <laughs> so <laughs> no, that was the, the most fun interplay, you know, has, has been between the vigilante and the boy scout. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, that's what Frank Miller played up so well in Dark Knight Returns. Uh, there were aspects to, of it in the killing joke. Um, what was this, the arc, story arc where the Joker basically went and started work for the Iranian regime as their, as their ambassador? Oh, that was when they kills uh, the Robin. Robin. Yeah, yeah, he beats him mm-hmm. to death with a crowbar and then blows, blows him, him up. up. Blows him up. Uh, Jason Todd. Uh, Jason Todd, the, the, the future Red Hood. Yeah. Um, God, I can't remember what I the title of that I remember reading that series was. where yeah. ba- Batman is basically camping out waiting for the Joker to show up and Superman shows up and says, Hi. Um, you can't touch him. Yeah. What do you mean? You can't touch him. Mm-hmm. And Joker shows up diplomatic immunity. Right. Hello. right. Suck it. Yep. Um, Dang it, Iran. Don't... I know. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, this was this was, this was eighties. I know. So they would they you know the, what the once in future villain. Right. Okay, but now we're making nice nice with them. The but that kind of interplay between mm-hmm. no no really I'm here to beat the living shot and. But Batman won't kill either. It's, right. It's central to that character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he'll do everything right up to the edge of it. Yeah. And Superman is like, no, I'll do the minimum I need to to contain you and put you into the justice system. Right, right. Batman's like, uh, no, I'm going to dispense some of my own justice. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll turn them turn over to the hospital right. when I'm done. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was a great line from Batman Begins where he's like, uh, you know, I may not kill you, but I don't, I don't have, have to save you. you. Yes. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Yeah. That's that's on the line there, yeah. but still, yeah. you put him in a situation for him to die easy. Right, right. But I digress. So I think the moral of this uh, really segment, long rant. Yeah. Well, <laughs> tangents. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> now we can start. <laughs> Is there's some good nerd media around the place right about now? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, Agents of Shield bodes well for the future. The return of Once Upon a Time for the uh, sci- or the uh, Swords yeah. and Sorcery fantasy Disney buff and Supernatural. Supernatural's uh, coming okay. back. Walking Dead starts on, back up in you about get your a little week. Dose of Cass. Yeah. No, I don't watch you. I just I get Aww. I get splash damage off of Io. <laughs> oh, I love Cass. So I'm I'm aware of Castiel because she has shown me some of his better hot. scenes. <laughs> um, but I do not follow the Winchester mm. boys. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm peripherally aware of what's happening in their life because I fall asleep next to it playing on my wife's iPad. Uh, so I think subliminally it has invaded it's gone my brain. In your head. So I think I, I've got all the story arcs down, uh, never having watched an episode, which is kind of weird. Because <laughs> um, hmm. it dealt with the Leviathans, right? That was last season? Yeah, that was... Hey, guess what? We ran over time. Oh. <laughs> we ran out of bed music. Here's uh, the mini-bosses for you guys. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Professional. We are <laughs> professional what?
Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore or Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Geeks in a Gaming World, since we've you know, been spending our time in the movie world and TV mm-hmm. world. What's been happening in uh, the land of your video games, kids? Uh, not much, because I'm still playing Shadowrun. <laughs> so it's That's not much. a bad thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, I kept having to play a mission over and over yeah. and over again. Oh, my God, it was driving me crazy, because I couldn't figure out. It was a hard mission. Hmm. What was it? What about it made you not able to finish? There was a lot of things attacking you. I mean, <laughs> you go you lots first, of bullets. First of all, you don't, many whelps. Yes, many whelps. Plus, they don't really fund you in this game. Like, you barely have the creds to do anything or buy anything. So I didn't realize that Nuyen was going to be so scarce. So I spent it on some Ooh. really great spells, and then I couldn't afford to buy the really top-notch Shadowrunners, so gotcha. I have to buy like a notch below. Um, Tactical error. Yeah, so that was bad. So then I had to try to figure out how to actually win this thing with what I had already purchased, or else I have to revert back to way, way too many you know, saves ago. So challenge mode. Yes, so challenge mode. So overall, I mean, yeah, it was way too many people that were more powerful than I was, and I just, I spent my resources incorrectly, I guess you should say. Uh-oh. She chose poorly. But I beat it, so persistence pays off. Total tangent there. Yeah. Uh, he chose poorly. He chose the, poorly. Uh, you have chosen Wesley uh, Prince for the people who donated to the uh, fundraiser. Oh, cool. If you have not already, please send your shipping addresses, oh, donators, into the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com so that we may ship you your signed Scott Johnson, you have chosen Wesley Prince. Nice. Tangent over. Tangent over. Okay. Plus, um, we still need to do the the goodie bag from PAX. Yes, we have to figure out how we want to uh, disseminate that to a lucky winner. Lucky winner. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll do, we'll do something on the new rig. And there we there go. There you go. Yay. That's perfect. Yeah. Make it, make it generate the random number that picks the person. There we go. It's chosen by the very CPU you helped us obtain. Nice. Exactly. I blame the math. 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 Oh. But anyway. Yeah. But yeah, Mike, so that, 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 that's Shadow, how I... Shadowrun, and this particular one mission in Shadowrun it, has been your gaming life this week. It has been my gaming life this week, yes. Yeah. Mine's revolved, let's see, League I'll of Legends. <laughs> but, and that's because also they're doing their world championships this week. So awesome. almost, almost done. They're so viewing the, lol. Viewing that it. and, well, that then it's kind of like, you know, watching a football game and then going and play Madden, like watching lol. You're like, ah, oh, I want to play lol now. So played some of that, played some Guild Wars 2. Um, World of Warplanes did a massive update, and they added the Brits to it now. So you'll have split, Spitfires and just all kinds of change. It was like a three gig download, so nice. that was cool. I downloaded the patch. I have not actually gone back in to play it. And uh, Borderlands Two. I'm still slowly. We slowly are trying to once a week, like let's play some Borderlands Two, and see if we can finally finish this stupid game. So we're making small progress. As we go. That's entertainment. Got to finish this stupid game. Stupid game. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. No, it's actually a blast to play, obviously, with, with co-op. But uh, it's one of those, yeah, you, you get done after playing. You're like, my God, I just played for like three hours. And I guess we get, got some progress, but we're still behind where we were 
last go around at it. So hopefully we can keep up with it and get it finished in time to start playing through all the DLC that we you know haven't touched at all. So there's a lot out there. But I also got some emails this week from Steam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, one where it was just like, hey, welcome to the beta program for family sharing. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I got to set that up and see how that works. Because right now, Daxa has her own Steam account. I have my own Steam account. And our son, Aridan, has his own Steam account and various games on there. So I'm curious to see how that family sharing plan will actually work. And, mm -hmm. and hopefully... How you invite people in. Yeah, come together. So we'll be playing around with that. But the other thing was Steam did three big announcements this right. week. Which, if you looked at their announcement page when they first said, hey, you it's coming, totally, yes. it's like, well, that's a game controller sitting there. I wonder what this is going to be about. And so there are three big announcements they came out with was the Steam OS which is a dedicated operating system for Steam right. that does Steam the games. Steam box. The second thing was the actual Steam box, which is going to be a varying size, dimension, uh, console or Steam apparatus for your living room. Uh, goes hand-in-hand -hand with the big picture that they've already had on Steam service and will allow you to connect to your Steam library and do streaming and do all this other good stuff. And the final announcement was the Steam controller. Mm -hmm. Which was quite something. Which is yes. very different from any controller. And apparently you have to experience to understand. Well, and there, but there's there's folks out there that are saying, oh, no, wait till you use it. However, there's also been write-ups from people that have used it mm -hmm. that said, it's better than I thought it would. It's still not better than an actual controller. Right. And that was like the one of the creators of Super Meat Boy, which is a very tactile, like that is a control matters a lot in that game. It's it's a big, big piece of it. And he came through and said, it worked, but I like the well, other one. Well, basically better. his summary was, I would use an Xbox 360 controller most likely because I have thousands of hours played on it. Right. If I were a newcomer, choosing between the two, it would be a much harder... Yeah. Yeah, the muscle memory and stuff that you already right. have is, so is you, tough to overcome. They have, they have a hard time overcoming the, the people who are used to an Xbox sure. controller because they've been able to use Xbox controllers and PCs for so right. long. Mm -hmm. Right, But the big thing about the uh, Steam controller is it has no analog sticks. Right. It has two touchpads. Yes. Which are also buttons. Yeah. And that's and they have like looks like from the picture it looks like there's like a ridged yeah. ring in the middle so it gives you a couple texture points on it where you can find where you are right and or tactile points I should right. say the thing I like about it is it's designed you know it's completely open so mm -hmm. they they put it out there there's full documentation available it's easy to crack it open mm -hmm. they want people to hack the living crap out of this thing so this is our first offering of a controller. We're really interested in seeing what you all come up with. So they're, say, they're, they're not saying, this is not the be-all, end-all. This is what we came up with. This is our touch screen with our touch controllers and interesting locations on the shoulder buttons, and we know that this is a different thing. We think you're going to like it, um, but time will tell. So the, the best summary of, of the, the controller that I saw was a Reddit post of a graphic picture of the Steam controller and says, let's be honest, if this were the Xbox One controller, no one would be defending it. Oh, no. Oh, without a doubt. Without so a if, doubt. If, if Microsoft tried something this innovative, sure. no one would be sure. going for they, it. It would be, because it'd be the death of the Xbox. Right. Yeah. It's because it's coming from Steam. People, people are, are willing like, well, uh, to we'll give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they, they have a, a good track record with quality. Mm -hmm. Now, 
to me, the interesting thing, and I've seen several articles on this, is the questions around the OS. What is the OS going to provide that we don't have today? Like, there's a lot of questions around, like, what niche is that going to fill versus them just putting out a console? Well, it's it's basically letting them put out a console because yeah. it will require minimal recompiling from the PC version. Mm-hmm. So it's basically a Linux box running Wine. Right, right. So it's essentially letting us run a console that plays the PC version of the game. Right at almost no cost because it's mostly open source stuff that it's built on top of. So it's just a good execution of existing technology to allow a very inexpensive console optimized, the display optimized for a television Mm -hmm. to play basically almost unported PC games. Sure, sure. And they actually said that games that weren't even designed for a controller... They've basically included now software to make their controller work with it. Right. So it's it's interesting. You know, this is the first announcement. They've, there's a beta sign-up program. Um, there's certain requ- excuse me uh, requirements that you have to fulfill to mm-hmm. get in to even be able to sign up for the beta, which is things like you need ten plus members on your friends list. You need to be part of a public group. Uh, you need to have played a game with a controller in big picture mode. And there's a couple other things that are are not as big of a deal. Uh, And then you can sign up to actually beta test their console. And I would assume the controller as well at the same time. Uh, And it's interesting. I mean, we don't know price points yet or anything like that. So don't know. Is this going to be Ouya or is it going to be Xbox One? (laughs) Or somewhere in between. Or somewhere in between. I would suspect somewhere in between. I don't think it's going to be the 99 price point. Probably going to be the 199 price point, I would expect. I would think so. That's, that's kind of a cherry location to be. Yeah. But also, again, it, they're they're doing the Kindle Fire model here. I mean, right. their whole point is that we just want you to go on our service and buy this, games. This is the vehicle for delivering games. Yeah. The, so they, they may be able to we'd be willing to take it in the shorts. Yeah, eat, eat a little on it just to get some installed base. It's it's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's definitely games on my list that I wouldn't mind being able to sit on a couch and play versus... Right. Uh, playing in the uh, yeah. computer office. room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Huge Some adventure television. games, that type of stuff. Yeah, that would and, work well. And most of the stuff I play is really like RPGs anyway. Right. Those, are, those would be great on a big TV. Well, now, now that televisions have caught up, because basically you know, HDMI interfaces are, are DVI, basically. So it's digital video interface. So mm-hmm. on the, the big screens are basically just big monitors now. And they're digital monitors, so things like the text in an RPG... That was a problem with yeah. previous generations where that stuff would just be unreadably bad and you're simply just hooking a computer up to a big screen and it would blur out to unusability. Yep. We don't have those challenges anymore. It's crystal clear and digital and beautiful. Yeah. The interesting challenges that I was reading about in the, the Super Meat Boy creator yeah. was some of the tweaks you may need to do to your television. Sure. Because what he sure. thought was originally input lag from the controller. He said, God, this controller is laggy and terrible. So he called support and said, um, check your television settings for game mode. Right. Which basically turns down some of the image enhancements yep. on most flat panels and errs on the side of fast refresh versus right. pretty. Right. And as soon as I turned on game mode on my television, which most of your television, yep. modern TVs will have, everything was sunshine and kittens and my, my what I thought was input lag went away. It turns right. out it was output lag. Because the screen wasn't redrawing fast enough. Whoopsie. 
So cautionary tale for those of you who are trying to make the transition to flat panel TV, check for game mode. It makes a huge difference, oh, yeah. especially in Twitch games. Oh, for sure. But um, we'll see. You know, they I'm could, curious. you know, looking kind of at the conversation, the black void, uh, they could easily sell millions of units if it came pre-installed with Half-Life 3. Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be so simple. That would be Absolutely. genius. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's this. Where we're going to release it here first for the first month before we release it on the PC. <laughs> the number of the number of Half Life Three confirmed threads oh, on the internet when God. they said they were going to have three days worth. Yeah, of three, 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 three. It's Half Life Three. Oh God. I mean, are they ever going to make Half Life Three? I think they just use it as like a tool to go get loans or something. They're like, well, you know, our collateral, Half Life Three. <laughs> okay, here have lots of money. All right, cool. We're gonna go buy. It. We're gonna go design a console. But then they, <laughs> then they go through. They do release things that are oh are, yeah are successful. Well, yeah, no portal's been great. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird that they they apparently are. I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Why they do not continue a successful franchise? It's it's a tough situation because there's also now. I mean, with every passing month, year, whatever. It's the expectations get bigger and bigger. And, you know, you have faith. It's Valve, Half-Life and Half-Life 2 are incredibly great games. Gaben, you can do it. But could it be going the road of Duke Nukem forever? That was also very successful. But it also changed hands. Oh, there's a lot of reasons why it sucked. I mean, but I'm just saying, you know. There's there's always that lag where eventually the rose-colored glasses that you look back at right. that and go, oh, this was the greatest game ever, and then you get Half-Life 3 and you go, eh, okay, this is good, but, you know, is it going to be enough? I don't know. I don't know. It's a danger for them, for sure. I just want to see more of the damn story. Just publish a novel or something. Tell me how the damn story ends. Yeah, exactly. Oy. But I digress. So, uh, Disney Infinity has, oh, now, yeah, has yeah. now populated my household. How's that going? I wouldn't know. My son won't let me near it. <laughs> <laughs> He's out bowling now. Go play. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Then I got to do the freaking radio show. Um, I know you know the, the co-op is possible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they say there's co-op. Apparently, I need a I controller, know. though. He's a little tunnel vision right now. Really? So, on the upside, he had instant buy-in. After being oddly resistant to get, taking it out of the box originally, and then once... Hmm. It's it's Nemesis. I mean, Nemesis has special needs and he right, has, right. has some interesting attitudes. But I mean, as far as the Wii and the Wii U are concerned, yeah, we've never given him a minute of instruction. Oh, okay, we've basically we've handed him the Wiimotes and said, "Here you go." And yeah. he's, he's like, "Go away, leave me alone." I got this. I got this. Right, right. And he has completely you know finished all the Super Mario Galaxy games. Mm-hmm. You know, basically anyone that's got a storyline to finish, he has finished. With no instructions from us, and he, and he just immediately immersed himself in cool. Disney Infinity. It is a, you know, it's the neat system of the the combo meal of the collectible figurines, right. and the but they add the wrinkle of scenes, right? The world. So you have two spots where you can have characters, and that second spot that's not been occupied yet, where the co-op would happen and the split screen would happen. If I could get anywhere near the damn Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> not bitter. And then the third location where you can put a scene where you take the characters and put them in one of the worlds. Uh-huh. So the starter kit came with one that has the three main characters that come with the starter kit are Mr. Incredible, Captain Jack Sparrow, and uh, Sully from Monsters University. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So they've got a three-way module you can put in there. Bow, take chicka, bow, wow. Take, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah Disney three-way. Uh, How much well. for the hooker? <laughs> 
only got three fingers, but whatever. <laughs> Do you want to get laid? Rub my ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Um, so the one... What did you slip in his beer? Nothing. Because... It's really good. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, Four Peaks Brewery. Yeah. Good stuff. Always Scott Shale. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they have the one three-way scene, mm-hmm. which will take you into Pirates of the Caribbean, Monsters University, or The Incredibles, or the Incredibles Universe. Right. And then they also included one that takes you into the... Um, I'm not sure if this is a random one. The one we got in there was the Tangled Rapunzel world. Oh, okay. So, but there's no... So we have that scene. We have no characters from that. Oh, okay. So you can take them into that world. So I'm, I'm not... It's not clear to me whether these worlds are on the disc or they're getting live DLC. Because ah. basically they're RFID tagged. You know, right, items, right. So it can just sense what's on the, on the platform. And, you know, all, it's, it's the intro is this rambling tour of all the Pixar Disney movies. Ah. And some of the ones you may have forgotten about. So Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before right. Christmas goes sure. by. And Nemesis you know, knows them all intimately because nice. he has grown up a child of the Pixar. DVD yeah. and streaming video. And so he's been immersed in all of these universes. So he was, it was, so they're just, they're just tapping into this vein yeah. that they've cultivated yeah. in this, these generations of people. And this is just the perfect storm of here's everyone you've mm-hmm. ever met in all of our universes. Hmm. Avengers. Hmm. Once upon a time. Yeah. I'm sensing a theme here. Um, and go. Right. And it's it's looks like I mean, from the bit I've observed over my son's shoulder, good platformer gameplay, um, and he's been playing a lot in the, in the Incredibles universe. So of course they have Syndrome there, yeah. throwing various battle bots at you. They have, they're all all oh, good cool. voice actors that are either the original voice actors or, or good simulacrums cool. yeah. of yeah. them. That's uh, good. So it's it's everything you would expect. Cool. And they're they're just going to be printing money with this. Man. Oh, interesting. You know, Disney's the best for video games. Oh, wait. wait. <laughs> no, they're not. Apparently they're not. No. So Disney decided to go ahead and shut down LucasArts. Yes. yes. Which is kind of sad. So no Star Wars 13, uh, 13. 13. I guess they had another game they announced. Um, but yeah, 1982 to 2013. Rest in peace. Oh, so, so sad. laid off the staff of LucasArts, canceled all current projects. Um, staff was informed to shut down and uh, 150 people. So I mean, pretty this, sad. Was this just a matter of, you know, they, they got them, they had to take them as part of the Lucasfilm deal because they were part it's of the umbrella. It's what it feels and they, and they like. they didn't really want them. It's like, no, we have our own development house. And now all all your properties are belong to us, so we'll just bring this in house to our existing organization. There's just too much duplication between the two studios. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, thirteen thirteen, basically playing Boba Fett, you know, during his early career. Mm-hmm. It just looked awesome. It sounded did. like it a great concept. Awesome, and it looked like it was being well executed. Right. Right. Um, it just it's sad. I mean, what. Can they transition that team into the Disney studios and continue the work? It, why, why would you piss away 
that many years yeah, worth of now, work. Now it's possible they may come back and say, well, we're now rebranded as the Star Wars film, or I don't know, just dropping Lucas out of there and re- reform a studio. Because, yeah, I mean, there's certain games like TIE Fighter 2 is basically a blank check for money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, in continuing any well, of the X No, I fully X-wing. expect Disney Interactive yeah. to start publishing Star Wars titles. Right. They're not dumb. They know how to make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, why waste? I mean, the work has been done. Gone. There's certain assets yes. that have been completed. There's a plan in place, people working on it. Yeah. Good people working on it. Fine. Close LucasArts. But just move the team yeah. to Disney Interactive. But the well, uh, the other big problem is is that LucasArts didn't just do Star Wars. There were some really great adventure titles from yeah. them. Full Throttle will always hold yeah, a place in my throttle. heart. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, look good on your face. What the, the, the bar? bar. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't write that anymore. It's just that's brilliant. And I'm not on the road. I'm invincible. <laughs> that so and that good. voice, too. That was, that was the so best good. voice. Uh, and, that... and, I mean, there was a fully realized world and story, fresh, yeah. brand new. Yeah. I mean, just, and it was a one-off. I mean, full throttle. Here you go. Here, enjoy. Right, right. But, I mean, they did a lot of, and that's the dig. Um, oh, yeah. God, I even back in the, the early 80s, Loom, uh, just tons of games by them. And they were a really, you know, influential studio. Yeah. So pretty it's, sad to see that sad, go away. Sad time. Oh, let's see. What else do we got going on here? So this is a one that's more, I think, interesting to me than maybe you guys. But the fact that EA and uh, the NCAA settled a lawsuit oh, yeah. with athletes because EA has been basically printing money on the Using their yearly NCAA title, which uses the exact likenesses of all these players that, due to NCAA rules, aren't allowed to profit while they're in school. Right. Exactly. Now, there's a whole higher level, there I say, you know, quote, meta debate about this, about whether or not these student athletes should be getting paid in general because mm-hmm. of the amount of money they bring into the universities. Yes. Uh, but this is one of the first time where you've actually seen a lawsuit settle where they basically said, hey, I, you know, you're, you're profiting off of my likeness and you didn't compensate me. And EA being caught kind of in the middle of, mm-hmm. between these two forces has had to say, yes, you're right. We're going to shell over a bunch of money for that and stop production of the next NCAA title. Interesting. They, right now, there's no plans to go forward because obviously they don't want to get another lawsuit in the next right. year that it releases. So interesting stuff. And it's really the first movement that I've seen within college sports in the U.S. to say, you know, maybe we should pay these kids that are bringing in. Billions, billions, right. of, billions dollars of dollars to a lot of people no, except I have, themselves. I have severe issues with college athletics as they stand in the United oh, States yeah. right now. It's ridiculous. Because there are entire universities that their entire world revolves around the sports program mm-hmm. and everything else is a, a distant Oh, well, without a doubt. Yeah. And the, the greatest injustice is that these kids get nothing out of it except for maybe a shot at a, pro- right. at a professional career later. But that's a... Small shot, and they're no. I'm making money for you right right the hell now. Where's my cut? Yeah, and they're putting their bodies on the line to do so. Absolutely. So I mean, you're starting early and starting the long abuse and destruction of your body. Just look at how the NFL is kind of finally being forced to look at the concussion issue. Yeah. So yeah, bounce their brains around inside their skulls enough. What could what could possibly go wrong? 
um, all the padding and the helmets in the world yeah. are not going to help you when your entire body decelerates that quickly right. and your brain right. smashes against the front of your skull. It's just not good for you. Yeah, it's and it's interesting, though, that they have so such an issue. And, I mean, granted, such a focus now on that within the NFL, but you look at sports like MMA – where these guys are getting punched repeatedly in the face, and yet you really don't hear about concussion issues there or anything going on. Now, maybe it's just... Can they still speak after the match? Apparently, they can. I mean, granted, you look at certain fighters, the boxing world, Muhammad Ali, obviously has de- suffered some brain trauma. Yeah, but, but also has... But, I believe he's got Parkinson's he has as well. Also, yeah, he's had a lot of issues. But, I mean, most of it can be attributed, basically, to the punishment he yeah. took in the uh, 60s Again, and 70s. your head bouncing around, and your brain right, bouncing around right. inside your skull. So, exactly. It's interesting. Um, all right, one of the other stories we had on this, this is just a good article to read if you do any type of MMO playing. Oh, yeah, uh, that was a really good article. The Importance of MMO History and Why uh, Developer Handholding is Killing It is the title of it. It's from Penny Arcade Report. And it's interesting, one, because it's also, I'm like, you know, MMO history. Okay, we're going to start with MUDs. We're going to talk about EverQuest no, and Ultima. They start with WoW. WoW apparently <laughs> is where history began. No, it's where the original <laughs> MMO ends, you idiots. Oh. So it was, it was interesting from that standpoint to read it and go, okay, and I get it that you could definitely argue a lot of people's first exposure to an MMO was wow. wow. Absolutely. Because it, it I went mean, from hundreds of thousands to millions. To millions. millions. So it definitely, un, inarguably, reached the largest sure. author, uh, audience ever. Absolutely, but not the beginning of history. Yeah. No, God, no. <laughs> no. Ultima Online is arguably... The first, the first graphical MMO. Graphical MMO. You yes. could use muds, muds or, or whole mushes other, mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever all that crap. Multi-user dungeons. Yeah. Multi-user shared hallucination. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the kingdom of loathing. What? Yeah. So, but yeah, Ultima Online, but really EverQuest would be the first 3D first-person perspective or over-the-shoulder perspective. Right. Uh, Asheron's MMO. Call around the same time. Right. That came out a little bit afterwards, right. though. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, same with, uh, God, I can't remember the name. There's a bunch that came out right at right that point. The- EverQuest was king of the hill, though, for its seven for or eight years yeah. until WoW came out, for, for sure. And then everyone went to WoW. And then WoW, yeah, and then, and then a lot of people who never played went to WoW. And But the article also covers the fact that in these early days, even in WoW, there was things that weren't as nice. And there were there was bugs that occurred and things that happened that people really built big time experiences off of. I mean, he mentions the crossroads in uh, the Barrens. Barrens chat. Oh God. Which was just, I mean, I remember when I first because started playing a while. So yeah. You yeah, had to like go there so and you, there was these invades by the Alliance and fighting with a horde and just, it was constant. It was, it was insane. So there was a lot of good memories and now it's very more on the rails. I would say mostly, I mean, I can tell you from the current generation of the, the new patch from wow. They've got this, the zone I was talking about last time, the Timeless Isle, Mm -hmm. Uh the massive loot pinata. Right. They have an aspect on there that is PvP based. Okay. So basically there's an NPC you can go to and they make you all glowy and red. And if you kill someone with PvP while you've got this buff on yourself, you collect bloody coins from them. Oh, okay. So basically they're encouraging people to PvP. But they want on non PvP realms. But they're saying PvP safely because you got to go talk to this guy. You got to become glowing. Well, but still, yeah, it has brought out the douchebag and all of them because they're all now doing the dance in front of the mob that everyone's trying to loot. 
uh. trick to try. Oh, you right click. I mean, haha, kill, 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 kill. <laughs> because they put this reward system in place on non PvP servers. Like, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah. That people weren't <laughs> going to exploit this because they have the double whammy of these rare mobs that everyone can share the tap on. So you get, when one of these things pops up on the minimap, they get swarmed. So, of course, these guys walk in the middle of them and say, ha, ha, wait for someone yeah. to accidentally right-click on them instead of right-clicking on the mob. <laughs> and after every one of these fights, these guys are going to town, killing these people oh, on a PvP. Yeah. So the griefing is epic. That's awesome. So bits of that still exist. Still exist That's to this know. day. And then it's, it's a miniature version of, of Crossroads or wow. Barons without Baron's chat because Baron's chat was... <sighs> That's where I kept dying. That you had to bring in Izzy because some yeah jerk, somebody kept killing you. Some jerk kept yeah, killing you. You got so. flagged, and I had to bring like a, you know my at the time whatever level rogue over to to kill it to smite. Yeah, <laughs> and girl chased him like all oh, the yeah. way to the front. Oh, no, payback, payback. <laughs> he was massive payback. I rarely, I mean, unless I was playing as I played a little bit, I dinked around on a PvP server, but rarely did I PvP overworld in WoW. But man, you that pissed me off, <laughs> and I will. Own I you. was I was willing to camp your corpse for hours. <laughs> my my dedication <laughs> to making you just basically have to completely log out of the game was epic. I I mean, I remember Gwenora had an issue once. And yes. He's like, "Hey, I'm getting killed in wherever the by the fire Doomlands, right. whatever the hell it was called." So yeah, I went over there and I murdered this guy, and I just kept killing him over and over, and then he just stopped logging in. <laughs> Victory! And, and I've won. <laughs> <laughs> Remember yep. what I said about persistence? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. Like a dog with a bone. I get it. Yep. No, I, I. part of me, my first experience getting owned by that was like, great, now i got to go buy all the PvP gear off the auction house, yeah. come back here and smite this asshole. Right, right. No, no, no. Then he wins. That's... You just hop on. No, you, just, you should have done you, it. Well, you just hop on a flight point, and the flight point clears your PvP sure, flag immediately. Sure. It's just annoying to have to do that. It's like, no, I rolled on a non-PvP server because I want to play yeah. Care Bear. So well, go I away. Was, like back in the days of EverQuest, <laughs> I once made a character on Ralasek, which was their the, the big PvP was server. their big PvP open every you know everywhere anything goes. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see. I've never played an ogre. I'll make an ogre. And like literally, I spawned in. I'm like, okay, I've never been to whatever the ogre favorite free rot, favorite rot, And so I was like. Okay, what's going on here? And then this ogre just walks over to me and kills me. I'm like, wow, <laughs> not even my own people are willing to keep me alive. They're, they're just whacking me for no reason. I'm like, this, this is not for me. <laughs> That's quite challenging. So, well, yeah, and it's, I mean, but it gives you stories. Oh, yeah. For what, you know, for what now? That was like 10 years ago. So it gives you a lot of stories to talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I think the reason Grail did it too, it was, I had just, you guys had just talked me into yeah. playing WoW after that huge hiatus of like, no, I can't because EverQuest sucked no, the no, time no, out no, of right, me. No, right, no, no. Can't do it, won't do it. Just talked me into playing WoW, and he knows what happens when, uh, if a game really pisses me off That's right it. off the bat, it's, it's over. over. I'm right. never playing the damn game again. Needs to be a good experience. Needs to be a good experience. So, <laughs> this was happening, and I was just like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. This is why I don't play. I can fix that. <laughs> no problem. We'll get rid of them. Stand back, honey. Yeah, silly. <laughs> Watch this. So, I mean, you know, conversely, like, 
Guild, you know, a game called Guild Wars, and I have not seen anything even remotely resembling PvP up to this point. <laughs> like, I just kind of go off, do my own thing. You know, every once in a while, a gigantic monster spawns, and everybody in the zone just walks over and murders that, and then we go off and do our own thing. It's like, all right, well, this is like MMO Life. relaxed. <laughs> like, <laughs> when uh, one of the, one of the uh, incidental upsides of the new broadcast rig arriving is yeah. I will have a PC again because I've been on right. the Mac Patrol for so many months here since my gaming rig died. So I'll be able to – you will need to teach me the ways of Guild Wars 2. No, it's, it, it, it's actually really easy. <laughs> like, there's, there, you will learn fast and – But I'm extremely lazy. Fast. So That's okay. You, you almost – you fall into leveling. Like, you have no idea. <laughs> Level 12. Yeah, what the hell like, just happened? Pretty much. You're like, okay, so they say I have to complete five daily things. I'm going to walk over here, eat an apple, and and I've finished all my quests. Wow, that was easy. <laughs> huh. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, I just had some, like, I'm like, I'm level 40. Max level in the game, or I'm 40-something. Max level in the game is 80. And I just killed some world boss yesterday or a couple of days ago, and I got a level 80 super rare epic drop off of him. Now I got to get to Which 80. was a bow, and I just was like, Raga, check this out. He's like, holy crap, where'd you get that from? I'm like, I don't know. I was just killing the boss you told me to kill every day. So I killed him, and this is what I got. And he's you like, oh, my God. He goes, well, what are you going to do? You can sell it? Or I'm like, I'll just toss it in my bank. It's a bow. I'm a hunter. Might as well keep the bow. I mean... <laughs> Hey, so me and my happy bear, we went on our way. And the bear is so cute, too. It's always happy. Yeah. Like, it always has this little face like, check me out, check me out, check me out. Hey. <laughs> it's hey. so cute. I'm a bear. I'm a bear. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks awesome. I'm like, he's like, my first pet, you can, you can go off and obviously go charm other pets. But it's like, no, the bear is awesome. I don't, I don't need any other pets. Plus, there is this ass in your face yeah. all the time because yeah. the bear's but it's so big. I always have bear ass right right next to you. I know. I, I bear tanked for years. Remember? <laughs> oh yeah. I was used used to being the bear butt. Yep. It was cute. It's cute there. Uh, uh, all right. That brings us handily to the end of the segment. So, you are listening to Casually Hardcore or Hardcore because it's hardcore. us live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Sponsored and brought to you by Doghouse Systems, who will shortly be delivering oh, really? freedom <laughs> unto us because. The speed at which this poor thing started up today, it, it knew it was its last go-round. Like, I'm going to make you work for it. Um, it, is, it is old and infirm, but it is, yep. it is given its all. So next week, uh, hopefully, you, you won't need to bear with us uh, through any kind of growing pains or configuration issues with the... Who am I kidding? It's Windows, yeah. it's Windows and Sam Broadcast. There'll be some There's sort of be configuration issues. issues. We'll be fixing things in post. That's for exactly. damn sure. So... You are listening to Casual Hardcore live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Check out our sponsor at DoghouseSystems.com for the ultimate in high customer service gaming rigs, both portable and full tower. We shall return right after a little bit more mini-bosses. This is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. We'll be back after this. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com.
researched chaos. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. And yes, I deliberately mashed those together because, you know, we're in our last half hour because <laughs> we ran slightly long in our previous uh, segments. So this is Nerds with Opinions and Research Chaos. So at any point uh, while we're talking here, if you want to talk about anything we've talked about on the show so far or stuff we're talking about now or stuff you want us to talk about, Skype in to GnomeWise. That's G-N-O-M-E-W-I-S-E on Skype. And we will let you on the air and we will speechify upon the world via the tubes. Speechify. Speechify. Didn't you always want to speakify? Ah, uh, no. You're doing it wrong. Well, yeah. <laughs> Nuka Cola. Yes, you like my shirt? Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, right? Pax. It's your friend. Pax. I love Pax. Pax loves you. I know. Yep. But anyway. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, research chaos. Research chaos. So there's a visual one that would at least put the link in in the show notes and in IRC, the visual guide to every sci-fi starship ever. Yeah, yeah that drawn was to scale. really awesome. Somebody actually. spent a lot of that, that a lot of love there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some really yeah. I mean, it's it's everything. Now the thing I think that caught me the most from it was the fact I didn't realize how big some of those Eve ships are. Yeah, yeah they're supposed like, to be. Holy crap, they're super titans or whatever they're called. Like, god damn, that's a mm-hmm. big ship. Uh, but interesting. I mean, you get to see, like, super... I don't know. I, I don't know if this was... Because this is also... You forgot to mention who gave us the research thread this week. Ah, uh-huh. yes. Contributors this week of the all-volunteer research thread, uh, to whom we are eternally grateful for all the work that they do. The research uh, thread title this week was Shake a Leg Edition, and in parentheses, sorry, not had my coffee yet. Yeah. And contributors this week include Aid, he of the sexy foreign voice, mm-hmm. Boba Fetish, who I just like saying, mm-hmm. and MacBit, not to be confused with MacButt. Right. Thank you for your contributions. We appreciate it. And uh, call in, too, because we love hearing from you direct. And this one specifically came from Boba Fetish. Yeah. And I don't know if so if he if he put that in there or not. I'm guessing he did. Uh, the fact he th- didn't know the Super Star Destroyer was so small. Yeah. It's pretty big. It's just not height-wise. It's not as thick as some of these ships. Yeah. But length-wise, it's, it's up there. I mean, the only thing that's as long, it looks like, is the uh, ships from uh, Independence Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. which are freaking enormous. Yeah. Which were the the city destroyers? I mean, that that's pretty big, or the mothership. But it's fun to see all the the crossbreeding between the different yeah. uh, the comparisons between the different franchises. And oh yeah, things you're like oh that really is uh, you know, Borg cube, Borg sphere, not all that really. No, no, really not no. too big, not no. too big. But big, but yeah. not too big compared comparatively. So yeah, the Eve Galactic Federation Erebus class Titan. Yeah, <laughs> holy crap, Batman! Holy crap. <laughs> How many planets did you deplete of resources to build that thing? Oh, I know. <laughs> this is where mine asteroid belts because Well, it starts to give you some perspective. You read about some of those massive fights and things they yeah. do. Yes, and it's like exactly. 30 of those went down. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's like an environmental disaster <laughs> on galactic proportions. Seriously. Yeah, wow. Avatar, Avatar class Titan. Uh, freaking enormous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Bad radio because they're visuals, but check out the links. Definitely uh, look at the link. Uh, compare your ships, and you know, it, it makes me want to play Eve. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I want to see some of these ships. Up close and rebel. Not, not too up close, not too personal, because they will pod you. Nah, that's okay. 
All right, joining us on the air is the aforementioned sexy man amongst all, Boba Aid? Fetish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you there. <laughs> Boba. You got a little ahead of me there. I was just messing with you. How's your world, Boba? <laughs> yeah, it goes. How about you guys? You're still Good. kicking. Good. So what do you feel like Good. talking about this week? Um, just something that you guys had mentioned earlier about uh, Star Wars um, LucasArts being closed down. Yeah. yeah. That was actually months ago, and they sold off the entire Star Wars rights to, uh, I believe it was EA. No! Yep. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, trust me, that was a uh, series that I had followed, and once I heard EA got their hands, rubber little hands onto it, it was like, yeah, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, the wrinkle on the story that made it rise back to the top on this week was the final nail in the coffin saying, no, we are not going to continue 1313 or this other title. I figured that back back when they actually announced it being People closed. held out hope, but people are unreasonable <laughs> yeah. on the internet. Yeah. And, we wanted and it. I think what's caused it to resurface is that images are now coming out. Right. Yeah. About the 1313. No, yeah. the, the assets that they created were like, aww, it looks yeah. really cool. I want to go exactly. there. Exactly. I was. That's the one game I was looking forward to was 1313. Come on. <laughs> I mean, consider, you know, mm-hmm. that. Yeah. The younger days. The, the carefree days, right. you know, bounty hunting in the armor. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sam Sarlik. Yeah. His, his, his Halcyon Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing him in full Mandalorian armor skipping through a meadow <laughs> like they did in that horrible abortion of a scene from episode two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Riding the stupid cattle thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, George Lucas. <laughs> I suppose we should just be happy that George is not really involved anymore. Not yeah, I'm I'm still fearing JJ's influence over it, but uh, I'll get over that. I'm sure. As much as I mean, the the in my inner fanboy rails against the, the the changes to the the timeline in the Star Trek universe. I cannot not be entertained by those movies. Yeah, I mean, I. Part of me is, 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 is saying, no, you must hate. you. No, no, Spock should not be yelling Khan. No, no, that's dumb. And it's like, no, this, I this, liked it. This movie's fun. I'm sorry. JJ yeah. makes a fun, entertaining movie. He just does. He but man, what he's doing. when you look for the lens failure, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it changes the movie a little Seriously, bit. <laughs> I had to I tell mean, Grill to shut the hell yeah. up. He like, obviously dialed it back in the second one. I don't know. There was a lot of lens flare in no, the second one. No, there were not a lot. By his standards. True, true. We're talking, you know, 55 mega Abrams for the yeah. first one. <laughs> yeah. And nearly 32 mega Abrams right, for the right, second right, one. Right, right, Because and, that's now the official just, unit just of for measurement for, for just, lens flares. Just for DAXA, I um, was supposed to actually go to the um, expo that was here in Edmonton yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, because Carl Urban was there. Oh, oh I love Carl Urban. And he's got yeah, a new show Unfortunately, I was there at like 11.30, and they had already sold out of all of their tickets. Oh, oh man. Fail. Yeah, no, he yeah he does have a new show coming out, and it sounds really interesting. I like it. I mean, TV or movie? It's TV. It's a TV show. It sounds kind of, it's, 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 it's like robot. Blade Runner yeah. meets um, Alien Nation, where androids and robots are 
among us, and they're actually considered a class of Citizen. people, yeah. I believe. And He's I, a detective, yeah. and in or, and they always have a you know android <laughs> friend to go with them. But right. I guess he had some issues with one of them, of course, yeah, because robot. because yeah. they're very you know. Um, well, I mean, they follow the rules, right? right. Super analytical uh, and, and totally well, rule-bound. Now they follow the rules, but beforehand, I guess they didn't. And anyways, but the guy that they have playing his android who they you know, basically stick him with after he, he gets out of this tragedy or whatever sure. happens mm-hmm. um, is really cool. And I think, I don't know, the premise sounds interesting. Have you heard about it at all, Boba? Um, not a lot. No, I I'll have to check into that one. Yeah, I know he's got a couple of projects on the go. I just hadn't heard as to what they were because I really don't follow that closely. I mean, my most recent exposure to him was Dread. Yeah, you know? so, yeah. that wasn't that was bad. bad. I enjoyed I didn't it. Think that was bad. I had to really force myself to stop thinking about Judge Dread. Okay. The um. The what's it, Stallone movie? Oh yeah, the oh, Stallone. God, yes, I am the law. No, this felt like. I mean, I've it's, only had limited exposure to the comics, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but it felt like they were like, "This is dread. This is a. This is a, a him going out on a call." Yeah, yeah. With, with that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. With the, with the with yeah, the and rookie I used to, to represent the audience. game store back in the day, and that was back in the eighties, and we used to actually bring in the original English versions of them, the oversized mm-hmm. comics. Mm-hmm. And this new Dread movie was definitely more... True to the true yeah. source material, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Lena Headley was good as the, the drug queen. Guy. Yeah. She was awesome. And yeah, that was cool. And, yeah, it so, was good. It was a fun movie. I mean, it was pure action. Just go in and take it for what it's worth. But it was... I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So the actually the show is called Almost Human, right? Hmm. The TV show, and it's got um, Michael Ely, I guess is the name, uh, and who's playing his android buddy okay. friend guy. But yeah, but he looks good. I'm all cool. for it. I'll watch him got, in anything. It's got the Asimov yeah. partner thing going on there for my robot, with a little Blade Runner salted yeah. in there, and. Alienation. I mean, Alienation was one of those really underrated. The, the, the TV series, yeah, was not bad. The movie not, I didn't like as much, but was okay. But the the TV sh- series was actually pretty good. Yeah, and then they got some good. They had some decent direct to TV miniseries movies that they did to kind of wrap up the stories. Um, it's one of those. It, it was it was mm-hmm. Star Trek like in its complete world right. and view. Yeah, and it just I don't know. I, yeah. I, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was much better than I was... Because I, I thought the movie was okay, and yeah. I thought the TV show was actually really good. Yeah, the TV show looked into some interesting ideas, right. story-wise, even with... It was it was campy and, you know, 90s-ish. Yeah, and, of course, but... But the the main human actor, I liked him mm-hmm. in a Mick Jagger-ish kind of a yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Really Definitely unique. reminiscent of Mick mm-hmm. Jagger. Um, but they had Young... The, Pretty yeah. lots of drugs, Mick Jagger. <laughs> yeah. Mick Jagger Smaller com- tongue. <laughs> <with> conventional <laughs> weapons. But anyway, uh, joining us on the call, we have uh, Dara Haas of the interesting Skype icon. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How's your world? What you got on your mind today? You guys were talking about the Steam stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was bummed that there's no Half-Life 3. Yeah, everyone was yeah. expecting a three-day announcement. It's got to be Half-Life 3 confirmed. Nope. 
No. No, it's, we get interesting stuff, but we don't get Half-Life 3. What is the delay exactly? I'm just wondering, why are they not working I'm just surprised it? they can't finish the like, episodes for two. Yeah. I just give us think, a damn story. I think what they said was, you know, something to do with the animation with the faces and, you know... Source is really old by now. It's getting oh, it's yeah. really freaking old. Yeah. So because they waited too like, long. Oh, Source two. Yeah. No, hopefully. I mean, yeah. It it's an obviously iconic series and one that could they could just make money so well, easily. Well, but also it would it. be a wonderful tool if they did want to roll out mm-hmm. their new platform. That would be their tech demo. Be here's Source two point and here's our tech demo, which is oh yeah, by the way, Half Life three. And now all your other companies buy buy our platform, right. make us money, have a nice day, yeah. and, and you get Source too for right. free with it. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting tired of waiting. It's been six years, and they left on the most dreadful a cliffhanger yes. I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to see. I mean, they they've got the the little breadcrumbs in there of the Aperture Laboratories ship, and I want to see the the nature of the Portal Half Life crossover because it's sure. just going to be in there. And I want a gravity gun in one hand, and I want the portal gun in the other hand, and I want to have some fun. <laughs> and then you gravity gun the portals and you... toss them around. Don't cross the streams. Mm-hmm. So just a tiny bit of news would be absolutely wonderful. Anything. Just, you know, a picture of Gaben, you know, rubbing his nose or something. Well, the I'm... fact that there's like, and it's there's so many leaks and stuff that come out. The fact there's no news just really is disheartening because it means there's no, probably just nothing, nothing going happening on. with mm-hmm. it. Not that's the the feeling I have is not that they're it's, secretive. That they're that they're simply they're just not, not doing working it. On, yeah. They're working yeah. on other stuff. Like, why would you leave that money on the table? You're a business. Because eventually it's going to get to the point where people aren't we'll, going to we'll know never, what Half-Life and is. And they're never going to be satisfied yeah. with what is released. Yeah. I mean, that's what like Doom experienced with that huge gap between Doom 2 and 3. Yeah. And what's, what's weird is, I mean, yeah, I mean, Quake did a better job. And well, they followed up a lot quicker. A lot faster. And... But they found, never, their, found their niche in the PvP. Yeah, they you know, never really they cared about their their single player story Not nearly that as much. much. It's mostly just you know let's let's right. build all the assets that we're going to use in to, to, for multiplayer, right? Because that's where the the, that's where the, the scene is. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you also said something about you know what if they just made the story into a book? That's a, another issue. Is I was a fan of Crisis, and mm-hmm. so when Crisis Two came out, I was like, "Ooh, Crisis Two! I'm going to see what happened to Nomad." Where's Nomad? He's not here. Yeah. No, we're, ch- and then we're, I wait we're telling a, a new and challenging story from the same universe. It's not what I wanted. And then <laughs> Crisis 3 comes out and it's like, okay, where's Nomad? I had to look up online that Nomad died in a book uh, that I've never even heard of. Ow. <laughs> Damn you! That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I, wouldn't be, I would not be satisfied with a book. I want, you know, a, at least... Animated storytelling in right. you know in the same form that I'm used to seeing it in you know post it to YouTube or something but give me give me the end of the story damn it right yeah it's, I don't it's, just want to launch a gnome into space that is not sufficient ending for the story and it's not sufficient ending for you know Alice's father just dying <gasps> just die why right because so she she can be a tortured uh, soul in the third part so, no that's not what I want I mean the third part that's never going to come out now yeah it doesn't, doesn't matter bite your tongue 
Dude, Gordon Freeman's going to be like 80. He's going to need the suit just to like go to the bathroom. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I'm pooping. I'm pooping. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Portal this out of my suit. <laughs> you know that's what it's going to be. <laughs> you know, if he doesn't have the portal, no, he just takes the gravity gun. like, yeah, put that in the toilet. Yeah, flings it. No, no, fling the G-Man. There you oh, go. God. Opens the portal above his head. There you go. Ah. Too funny. Portal 3 will have poop por- poop puzzles now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> portal 3, scat edition. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you heard it, you heard it here first, people. That's right. That is wrong on so damn many mm-hmm. levels. And we can put this in half Left 4 Dead 3 because the virus that turns everyone into zombies is actually poop. Yeah, uh. possible. So what you're saying is don't bite your poop? Never know. Why you know, are you eating poop to begin yeah. with? No, zombie. The whole you have zombie, to be told that? No, the whole <laughs> Seriously? Disease transmission, especially from World War Z, you uh. know, they made the distinction because he was... The character was worried. Hey, I got some in my mouth. Right. Yes. I got some zombie blood in my mouth. So I'm, I got myself perched on the edge in mm-hmm. case I turn. And the, it had to be transmitted via a bite. It right. It was a big deal they made about. So that went to, why are you biting your poop? If the transmission, <laughs> you know, it's coming from poop. And, uh, okay. oh, bearded one. Uh, so what's today's opinion? Wow, that delay between <clears throat> the stream and when I was calling in and hearing you live, poop. I missed something completely there. Yeah, poop. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, Talk amongst yourself. I, I just have to call in to say how incredibly stoked I am for Breaking Bad's finale tonight. I've been with this show from the beginning. I'm 100% committed. It's all we talk about at work. Uh, and uh, I you know, I think it's science bitch is the best catchphrase on TV. Oh, with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Mr. White. Yay, science. Yeah, yeah science. science. Yeah, bitch. science, bitch. <laughs> That's the greatest. Oh, man. Uh, just... uh, yeah. I thought you had exploded. How are you calling in? Well, because he's, he's so excited for it. I mean, I'm excited uh, that's why I said for it. it. But he said he exploded. Yeah. You shouldn't be calling yeah, it, in if you're little. It took, a, it took an hour, but I reformed. Uh, right, right. Is... I also want to plug, 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 plug that. Um... Oh, two things. Uh, Wind Waker HD for the Wii U comes out this week. Yeah, which is remake. Gonna be awesome. I gotta play through Wind Waker on GameCube again. I lost my 100% file. What is no. it? I have no idea even what that is. It's a Zelda game. Oh, Wind, 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 Wind Waker, best game ever. Gotcha, gotcha. The yeah. best Zelda game ever. They came up. They're making an HD remake of it on the on the Wii U. So yeah. totally worth buying a Wii U as of Tuesday. <laughs> not not even just best Zelda game ever. Just best game ever. It's pretty fucking awesome. I think I have that for the. That came out on the GameCube. Yeah, it was the GameCube Zelda game. Okay. Single greatest Zelda level of all time ever is the Mirror Shield Dungeon in that game. It's amazing. Huh. Mirror Shield Dungeon. So you're carrying yeah. the Mirror Shield. I think it's like the Earth. Isn't it the Earth Temple? I think so, yeah. Yeah, you're Young Link in the whole game, and you get this Mirror Shield, and you have to solve all of these puzzles, uh, refracting light off the shield on your back, and it's just amazing. It's so much fun. The music in that game is just fantastic. Yeah, everybody ragged on that game because they were like, oh, they made it all cartoony and stupid. The animation in that game is amazing. Uh, I don't care that it looks cartoony. I think it's, it's really cool. Well, cell and, shading was all the rage right around then. Huh. Yeah, well, that was the game that really kicked it off. And everybody, like, craps on that game because it's not, like, as dark or whatever as Ocarina of Time. But I don't care. That's not what Zelda games are supposed to be like It was for me. fun to play. 
No, yeah, it's, it was a, it's the Zelda cycle. Exactly. Hmm. Um, also, uh, I've been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto, of course, still. Uh-huh. And Grand Theft Auto Online launches on Tuesday. Uh-huh. And- <laughs> 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 We're still holding it's out. Gonna, it's going to be a disaster. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait, it's going to be a disaster. I can't wait. I Explain know, that. that. No because, I mean, you don't know what you, you could do you to people. Know. You don't know. It's just... It's going to be chaos incarnate, and yeah. everybody. I mean, they sold so many copies of this game that everybody and their brother is going to try to log on to GTA like, Online. World government and should be like watching these games <laughs> to see it's like gonna, it's just going to crash. What the anarchy internet. looks like? Yeah, yes. like, it's still going to be like a DDoS attack on their server, right? Uh, on the entirety of the internet. Yeah, we're going to clog yeah. the tubes with. Popping caps and hose. Okay. Um, That's essentially why I'm looking forward to playing Wind Waker uh, this week because it's like, well, my Xbox is going to be, fr- you know, completely <laughs> useless. <laughs> Don't touch the internet. It's, yeah. Don't touch Lola. Oh, that is wrong on so many levels. But yeah, it's going to be because they, what, sold, I mean, sold a billion dollars worth of copies. Yeah. How many hundreds of thousands of copies was that? I can't even 220,000 ridiculous something sure. like that. Lots. So even if a, even if a, only a you know half of them attempt the online that's, a that's still lot. a freaking lot of Yeah, traffic. I don't know if their servers are ready for this. Yeah, it's like are you hosting them on you know the god cloud um yeah. Viger maybe just There was even a story this week that said uh from the people at Rockstar they were like it's going to be pretty shaky uh, at launch <laughs> and we were like well duh. Yeah. <laughs> It, they're, they're not. They're not even confident in the stability of the servers, oh, and just be. the fact that so many people have the game, it's going to be. It's just going to be all. I'm, I'm assuming I'm not going to be able to play it. Yeah, Tuesday. it's going to be. But at least I'm, I'm only like sixteen uh, percent into the actual game. So oh, okay. Rockstar needs to take tips from Square Enix and how they handle their servers. Square Enix. Uh, that was sarcasm, right? Yeah, complete sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just checking. On the other hand, though, if it does come off without a hitch, I mean, this is going to be that moment when you know everyone is suddenly online and you go outside and there's no one around and people are going to be like, "Where? What happened to society?" And they're going to be like, "GTA Online." Yeah. Who goes outside oh. anymore? Oh, is, no, right. is that out? And then they'll just run them back into their house. Right, right. Snowball is in the sky. sky. <laughs> Funny. Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wally starts on Tuesday. That's, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. That ain't right, kids. Don't do drugs. Don't do GTA Five. Be afraid, kids. <laughs> and on that note, on that bombshell, it's time to end. Right. All right. Thank oh. you all for calling in, guys. Good to talk to you. And thank you for listening to our uh, ongoing and lengthy rants mm-hmm. of today, which were fun and entertaining to do yeah thank you again to everyone who uh, extremely generously contributed to our fundraising drive which has permitted us to purchase the new and soon to arrive doghouse systems uber laptop of doom which at the very least will give us a wonderful and stable platform from which to broadcast and hopefully will allow us to add this video thing in some level of, with mm-hmm. some level of competence yeah right um yeah <laughs> We'll be working it out on the fly. At the very For least, sure. we'll try and not degradate the uh, quality of the audio content mm-hmm. while we work out the video thing. There you go. Uh, we appreciate it, though. Thank you all of our uh, researchers, 
and contributors to the all-volunteer research team. You can find us on the web at alphageekradio.com. Click on the community link, and you will see the link for the general forum and the research forum. You can always read what has been posted there and see the show notes and also the things we may not have gotten to uh, yeah. in our time on the air. And if you wish to contribute, just uh, log in there, create an account, and send a personal message to GnomeWise, and I will get you right access to the research thread. You can find us on the web, on the Facebook, just do a search for Casually Hardcore. We're also on Google Plus under Alpha Geek Radio. On the Twitter, the show is Hardcore Casuals. The network is Alpha Geek Radio. You can find me as GnomeWise, her as Daxa C-H, that's D-A-K-S-A, and him as Izzy Grail, I-Z-Z-Y-G-R-A-I-L. And you can also listen to us on TuneIn.com and Stitcher.com if you want to use the Stitcher app or the TuneIn app on your various mobile devices to listen to us on the go. You can listen to the live shows, and when the live shows are not on, we have our 24-7 server going, playing recent episodes of nerdy content of all descriptions. We have wonderful content from Major Nelson Radio. We have several of the Frog Pants Studios shows on there as well. So you can always tune in and have a good chance to listen to something fun and geeky. Even when we're not live, there's something good going out there at all times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You touch me like you know me. Someone's doing a little happy dance over there. That's right. Somebody's fantasizing about football. That's right. My <sighs> fantasies are coming true. We'll see. I'm playing Gonora this week. Uh-oh. Mm. And I was losing. But luckily, Dax's Dallas Cowboys are throwing to Des Bryant, which is very important. No, it's not, because I'm playing against uh, Romo. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that is not part of the discussion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here's what I'm hearing right now. Alrighty then. I'm glad you're enjoying your time fantasizing about football. But I digress. I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.